Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. All right, so let's get into this episode on the power of feeling. That may or may not be the title of this episode, but that is what I wrote down. And really the topic uh, I was really vibing with because it's so interesting how um, I think it's our, our Western society. We talk about this a lot. It's like the difference between like, you know, the modern Western society versus like, you know, Eastern or just the older days that like maybe it seemed less, um, people were less aware or just like had less technology, but still were very connected with just how life worked. And our, our feelings are just so powerful and so useful and so needed. But it often, I believe, gets a bad rap, especially when it comes to like anxiety or depression or just a low vibration. You know, people talk about like, oh, like just raise your vibration or just think positively. But like, which we have a whole episode on the, the uh, toxic positivity is a real mm-hmm. thing that like mm-hmm. you can be like overly too overly positive where it's like actually detrimental. But it's still like the powers of our feelings are still really essential and both ways, like both the positive and quote unquote negative or the good and the quote unquote bad of our emotions. And so we'll talk about why. Yeah. I wonder why, um, like our society has been so avoidant of emotions. Mm. And I, I, yeah, I think part of the reason too, where we're starting to figure out that like emotions are actually real things inside the body. Mm. Like we can measure them with certain like hormones and certain peptides and they're actually causing physiological changes with the body. Yep. So maybe that's why people are starting to, you know, become more interested in them, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's the shift between our, um, our masculine driven society to a more feminine driven society. Mm-hmm. And I think it correlates. I don't think it's like directly there, but like it correlates with the, um, how literally our like society in general, anywhere in the world really has been driven by the patriarchy, mm-hmm. mainly, mainly men or masculine driven people that have been, uh, like making the decisions or having power or anything like that. But I believe that's shifting to more of a feminine and, yeah, I mean, there's so many reasons why, but I think that that correlates. Not yeah. that I have anything else to say on that besides that, but yeah. yeah. And people are also starting to talk more about like emotional intelligence now too. Facts. Not just and like studies. intelligence, intelligence, yeah. Emotional um, intelligence, tons of studies on that. Yeah, and like when you really think about it, if you even without looking at the studies, it does kind of make sense why that would be more important because humans are, we're such, first of all, we're really emotional beings. Yeah. Like a lot of people like to think that like, we're very like rational and we decide we're things not. based on like facts. We're not at all. Like we, no. we mostly make decisions based on emotion, which but the, disguised as like facts. Like we, yeah. we, think, we think we're making decisions based on facts, but we're actually making decisions based on emotions and feelings. Yep. And that's why like advertising is so effective. Mm-hmm. Cause they know, they know this. So you might be watching an ad and being like, yeah, no, but then like you have a different feeling about it and you don't even realize, but the feelings exactly. are what drives most of like what we do. For sure. And actually literally this, this is an example. Um, I, I still watch like the office or some, some shows and like on the streaming services, now they have ads. And so I would not, you, I never really watched TV. So I haven't seen ads in a long time, but more recently I have seen more. <laughs> I've seen a Taco Bell ad where it's like, um, let's say it's like this, this girl was like about to like text her ex, like at like 2am or, you know, like at midnight or whatever. But then 
she it's like shows that she has this thought. I was like, oh, but wait, if I go to sleep, then I, I can wake up and have Taco Bell for breakfast. It's yeah. like they're advertising their breakfast thing. But like, notice it's actually not about the taco or the taste or anything. It's actually about the feeling mm-hmm. of not going back to your ex or the feeling of empowerment of that is like, oh, screw that. Like I'm, I'm not going to text him at night, you know, like that, that's, that's a feeling. That's not so yeah. much the product, but it's the feeling. And, and actually, um, so again, speaking to what you just said about like how we make decisions based on feeling that's proven now, that's not just like, oh, that seems nice or that seems like it would be right. But proven by science now that our limbic brain is, is the part of our brain that where we make decisions and our limbic brain has literally no capacity for language. Hmm. We don't make decisions by our understanding or rational thinking because our thinking requires language, words that we have in our head and that we're rationalizing or working through something like the pros and cons list of like actually making decisions. We don't make decisions there. Like you said, Chris, it supports. So the evidence, like the scientific studies show that our thinking or our rationale does support or back up our decisions, but those decisions are still made based on our emotions or based on the right. limbic brain. Cause the limbic brain, while it doesn't have any uh, connection with, with our language, it is, re- is directly connected to our emotions. Yeah. That's like really interesting. You say that too, because I feel like humans are really good at rationalizing. Yeah. Like they'll make a decision on something. It could be the completely wrong decision, but they'll have a reason why they think that it's right or why yeah. they think that they're doing it. Yep. And Backs yeah, it it's, we, we are very like emotional beings. And I think that like from an evolutionary perspective, like that was very beneficial too. Cause mm-hmm. like, if you walked into a situation where let's say a tiger attacked you, like you would, you would get such a strong emotional response from that, that it would be like seared into your memory and seared into mm-hmm. your brain where it's like, you don't need to think about that anymore. It's like that, like whenever you're in that situation again, or like you walk past that bush where it happened, like you'll have such a strong emotional feeling that like, you won't have to think mm-hmm. it's like a reaction. And exactly. I feel like that that's kind of worked against us in modern society because we react now to so many things. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah. The, actually literally did an episode on this. Like, I think it was like a month or two ago. Um, it's a recent episode, the last like 10, 15 episodes about our emotional addictions, uh, mm-hmm. speaking exactly to that. But with that said, I want to actually transition this and like really start to get, get more into like the deeper uh, whole reason that we're bringing this up, like the power of our feelings, right? Because like we could talk all day, but like, again, I, I'm pretty sure I covered a lot of what we we're just talking about on the emotional addiction okay. episode and how to break that. But what I want to shift to is really talking about like the power of our feeling, how we can use it. Because again, like it's so often that we're afraid of our feelings or we don't allow ourselves to feel emotions, especially when they're bad or negative or low vibrations. We think we're doing something wrong, but there's actually a power to that. Like it's actually essential to healing, which we'll talk about. But then the other side of this is that as we're working on accepting and working through those lower vibration feelings, we're actually able to then rise to the occasion of the higher vibration feelings because we're giving ourselves space to feel the lower ones. That's essential. It's so key. And yeah, we'll get into again, the power of like why it's so important to feel more aligned or feel at the higher vibration more often. So, yeah, I think that's really important, especially going back to like the lower vibration energies and how we don't want to feel them. Yeah. And we develop a lot of negative coping patterns to just so that we don't feel like we just don't want to feel things. Exactly. But like you were saying, sometimes like it's important to feel the negative feelings so it can move through you to be able to access the higher ones. Cause if you're going to, if you cope, it's that, that feeling is going to be stuck in there somewhere. Like your body's going to absorb it somewhere. Yep. And it's never going to be released. So you can cope and cope and cope and cope. And then until, you know, something happens down the line and 
I like to say that the going back to the thing about like energy can't be created or destroyed. Yep. Like once you have that emotion in you, it's created. Like you can't yeah. destroy it. So you got to like help it move through or, or change into some other form of energy. Transmute it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's um, there, there's the phrase where it's either because we, we only get two choices in life. It's either grow or die or in essence, we create or we destroy. In this case with our emotions, it's either we express, meaning we feel those emotions. It could be expressed in terms of writing. It could be expressed in terms of words. Heck, it could even just be expressed again in terms of attention, just giving ourselves the space to feel those emotions in the moment. Not like we have to put words to it or lash out or do anything if it's like the negative emotion, but so often it's the opposite, which is the only other choice is suppression. Mm -hmm. We either express or suppress. There's no in-between and it's just a very slight variation. Like there's no neutral. Again, we, we have to do something with those emotions, yeah. or with those feelings, but so often it's so subtle that we're subtly suppressing or we're subtly expressing that causes the difference. And so well, again, most often, most of us have been trained to just subtly suppress yeah, or we're not even aware of it. And I think that's like almost a natural response too, because you, in that, in those instances, I feel like your nervous system is trying to protect you. Yeah, it's like, of course. it's like, you can't feel these emotions right now. Exactly. So it, it buries them somewhere and it's so subtle because you don't realize it. And it's, yeah. it's like, it just happens. Yep. Which the, the first key then the first support to help you. Cause I can already again, hear the thought is like, well, how do I feel my feelings then take the step that you can take. That's it. Because so often, like it, there's, there's this, um, there's actually some re interesting research, which I actually shared on the flow state um, episode, a couple of episodes ago about how, um, or actually, no, I didn't have this when we were recording that episode, I didn't have this research, um, but, or maybe I didn't share it, but there's the, so the flow state is where you can get into the state where, and the way in which you get into that state of flow, where you actually like feeling like aligned, like things are working well, like, is that you have to be challenged to a certain degree but then also have the skill to meet that challenge. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you don't access it because if you don't have the skill, then it feels overwhelming. Where like that challenge feels overwhelming. You, can't, you don't, you're not able to, and that's where most people are with the ability to feel their emotions. But then if you have a tons of skill, but like there's not a lot of a challenge, then you're bored. Yeah. And so there's this in between this middle ground you find. And so that's why I'm saying, take the step you can take. So especially when it comes to an emotion, like if there's trauma, like deep, deep trauma, you actually might not be ready to feel all those emotions. You might need support. You might need a therapist. You might need someone to support you on feeling those feelings and helping you manage that or work with that when it comes up. But at the very least, taking the step you can take is first telling yourself that you can, you're able to feel the emotion you're feeling or whatever that you're wanting to work through, that you have the capability or you're able to. It's like the I can attitude. I'm able to work through this. But then also taking the step that you can take means not feeling like you have to process it all at once because it's, <laughs> it's tough. I actually saw this meme recently of, um, uh, I forgot who created it, but it was like this boxer who was like, all right, like it was like a picture, an image of like a cartoon boxer and the text next to it was like, all right, I'm ready to heal this subconscious pattern. Mm -hmm. and the next image is the boxer sitting down, like taking a drink of water is like, and then the caption's like 20 minutes later, whew, that, that subconscious pattern has deep roots mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I can't mm -hmm. heal it. So like, take the, take your time, like give yourself space. Like it might be where you literally just have the space and capacity to feel those emotions for a minute or five minutes. And then you might need a break. That's okay. Like it's not wrong. It really is not wrong to give yourself the coping mechanism you've used up until now to keep yourself safe. 
mm-hmm. away from those emotions. Like for example, like watching Netflix or um, like uh, going for a walk or just like freeing yourself in some way from the, the, the actual quote unquote work of feeling those emotions. Like give yourself that break. Like personally, I play video games to like help de-stress or I'll, uh, I'll literally scroll on Instagram. Like I honestly, I think that, and this goes back to what I was touching on before about not um, making those negative feelings wrong, or even mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like making those uh, coping mechanisms wrong. Cause the more we make that wrong, it's like, Oh, here I go again. I'm back in this pattern. Guess yeah. what? That's us beating ourselves up, which goes even further downward in its yeah. suppression even more. So if you're going to give yourself that space to again, cope in that way, after you've given yourself the space to feel those emotions, even to a certain degree, you took that step you can take, then give yourself that space. Mm-hmm. Stop beating yourself up for actually just doing what actually is necessary or needed in that moment for your nervous system to regulate to a certain yeah. degree, of course. Yeah. Every, um, every therapist that I've gone to would always reiterate that. Cause you, you, you talk about like negative coping patterns and stuff. And when you mm. come in, usually to therapy, it's like, you have, you, those are like dark sides of you almost. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't want to talk about that kind of stuff or like you, you think that it's wrong the way that you're coping or whatever, yeah. whether it's Netflix or whether it's drinking or whatever. Yep. And my therapist would always be like, but you were doing the best you could in that moment. Like you were, yes. you, it was, it was your nervous system's attempt to keep you safe. And so exactly. if you look at it from that perspective of like, you know, now that, now that you're here, we can learn better coping mechanisms, yeah. but it's not that it's like, don't look at it as, oh, that was terribly wrong. It's like you were doing yeah. what you could in the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if it still helps in some way, then great. But the key, the big key is that you are doing, you're doing something different though. Right. That you're giving yourself that space. Even if again, it's just a minute or five minutes of working on feeling the feelings and then healing in that way. Then when you give yourself that space to again, cope and maybe what seems like a quote unquote negative way, it's still, it's still okay. Like you're yeah. growing, you're changing just because you're doing it now. doesn't mean you're going to do it next month uh, yeah. or rather a, a month from now in that yeah. way. So yeah, it's so big to just be able to feel the feelings in that way. And again, te- take the step you can take. Mm-hmm. I would also reiterate the importance mm-hmm. of like, if you think you need like some extra help, like therapy is really awesome tool Facts, um, because it kind of, it, it, it gives someone with a professional like training, yep. uh, an ability to help you like unweave some of those, those mm-hmm. patterns that you may be thinking of, like untangling the headphones. Cause yeah. sometimes like, and you Kev, you probably talk about this a lot as a coach, like your clients, it's very hard to see their patterns from their own point of view. And so when you have mm-hmm. someone being able to point it out, who's professionally trained, it actually really helps. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's literally why I do what I do. And on every single call that I have with someone as a potential client, and I reiterate this a lot with my clients that I do work with is that it's hard. This is the great quote that I always illustrates that always illustrates this point. It's hard to see the entire picture of our lives when we are the ones in the frame. It's, and it's just a, a nice way of saying we have blind spots. There are things we yeah. can't see. So yeah, for sure. Help is really powerful. Yeah. And then just thinking, yeah, if we, you go ahead. I was just going to kind of reiterate another point, but maybe we'll oh, reiterate it. Go. I was, I was going to say it's, um, I forgot. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. I mean, my, my, my come back up if it's important, but yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, yeah. So moving forward then, because that's, that's major key. Like yeah. listen, I feel those feelings. If it's a low vibration, it's actually not bad. Remember like emotions are information. That's exactly it. That's all what it is. It's just, it's giving us information for where we're at, like what our state is and what our mm-hmm. level of thinking has been, our perception. And just, it's just information. 
And it's hard, it's challenging to just see it as that because like when you're in your feelings, you're in your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. But the more and more you just remember that it's just information, then you can use it and do something with it. Like for example, a low vibration emotion that might be, might be something you experience. And I know I deal with is anger. Anger is meant to be used in some way. It's information. And so whether that's sharing, you know, a, uh, a point to say like a friend or someone that I might've been angry toward is like, Hey, like here's what happened. Like in a healthy, as best as I can, of course, a healthy way of sharing that emotion and just having a different experience, like literally having an ex a conversation with someone to transfer or transform that emotion. Or, or honestly, I've done this before where like, uh, I noticed I had some anger from past trauma from my childhood. I literally went out to an open field and just yelled yeah. with the intention of releasing that anger, like physically from my body. Like, so emotions cause are, are their information and generally they cause us to do something like there's something mm -hmm. we can do to then process that or express it in a healthy way. Again, it yeah. could be journaling. Heck, it could be punching a pillow again, if it's anger, but there's so many other emotions and so many other ways of expressing it. But my one key final thing I'll say about this, then we can move into the positive emotions and what, you know, that means and the power of that. But the final thing is that, um, the key is to, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting now is feel those feelings of seeing, um, oh, oh, use your intuition to mm -hmm. know what to do. So you remember, you can ask if you don't know what to do with a certain emotion, ask the question, what can I do with this anxiety? What could I do to fully express this anger? What could I do to express this and X, Y, and Z, just add in the emotion with that question and be open, Yeah, be open for and, answers. And if you can listen a couple episodes back to the intuition versus anxiety or ego because mm. that, that that'll be able to help you understand or recognize which voice is coming through when you ask that question true um and then i was also thinking that we have an episode a while back on how negative thinking is good yes and you can probably get some insights into more deeper into what we're talking about where yeah. negative thinking and negative feelings can be used as information like if you perceive it that way and how it can actually help you get out of certain areas in your life because it's like a it's like telling you what needs to be fixed. Exactly. Yeah. But if we continue to suppress it, we're never going to know because it's never going to come up. Exactly. Yeah. That, uh, I believe it's episode like 14. It was it's a long time there. ago. Yeah. yeah it's, it's exactly. A long time ago. Yeah. But all right. So transition even more now, because this, I, I'm, I'm so thrilled to talk about this because this I, I've, I've known for years, but more and more, I've gotten some language to describe like really more deeply of like what this means is the power of our positive emotions. So the first thing I want to start off with saying with this is that our emotions are our conscious awareness of the vibration that we're living in. So no matter what emotion it is, it's the conscious awareness of the vibration that we're living in. So when we talk about positive feelings or emotions that feel expansive, like love, joy, happiness, contentment, fulfillment, excitement, like all these higher vibration emotions, it's, oh, I have so much to say about this. One of the things that just popped in my mind, which I know I could talk about an hour for an hour is some people say like that, they just don't want to feel like too good where it's like, oh, then, cause then the, the common phrase comes up. It's like, when is the other shoe going to drop? Like this can't last. This is too good to be true. Like I'm like, it's just out so out of our normal to feel really good that we often actually don't allow ourselves to experience that kind of excitement or that kind of level of ecstasy and joy, honestly, because we're not used to it. Mm -hmm. But the power of that is that, again, all of our emotions are our conscious awareness of the, of the vibration we're living in. Guess what? 
baby, if you want to work with the work with the law of attraction, you got to work on feeling better because mm-hmm. that's the vibration you're living in. And we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. And what that means is we are attracting the vibration that we're living in. And notice it's the word living in, not a vibration that you just have for a moment. Like people practice gratitude or try a gratitude practice. They give up a week later because their life is not completely radically different. Well, guess what? It's because you haven't practiced it for longer. It's not a state that you're living in. It's just a five-minute exercise that you're feeling a little bit better. And then you go back to your old emotional addiction to struggle and worry and fear. And that's why most people just give up. But there's so much power that comes with that. And it's just a liberation of energy that is just meant to happen. And what I mean by it's meant to happen is that we have this within us, this, this capacity. If we have the capacity, why not use it? Why not learn how to use it to the full extent of the power that it's useful for us, which is again, to create the results that we want. So yeah. I'm going to pause yeah. there for a second because- <laughs> I was going to say, if you, if you have more, just keep going. You're like on fire with this stuff. I mean- Cause I'm feeling the feeling, man, yeah, <laughs> allowing and I, that vibration to flow through. Yeah. And I think, um, when I was first getting into personal development, um, you always hear a lot about changing your thoughts and, mm-hmm. and thinking, but then mm-hmm. the next step down that ladder is the thinking changes your emotions and the emotions yes. is really where, like, it's like the thought pattern becomes physical. It's like the yes. interaction between like not physical and physical because yeah. the emotions like they're, they're started by the intangible thoughts, but then yep. they become something physical in the body. And then you can yes. do something with that. Exactly. So it's like the, the crux. It's, it's literally the first physical physicalization of something spiritual. Yeah. Good point. The, cause, cause it creates the electromagnetic, you know, exactly. in your brain and then that releases hormones and yes. goes throughout your body. And then you're motivated or not motivated to actually create and do stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Cause think about it, like, this is the flow I see is that remember we're spiritual beings having this human experience. And so we have a brain that, that we use to think. I've seen this before. It's like some scientists, like, especially like some like hard scientists, or just go by the, like just data and facts and what you can measure. They're like, oh, there's no such thing as consciousness. That it's just a brain that the activity there that's like creates consciousness. Well, actually it's the complete opposite. Consciousness creates brain activity. And so we choose what thought, thoughts we think. We choose those, those brain cells to activate, which then creates that vibration. And so it comes from the spiritual, it's from our soul to who we really are. We choose, we infuse then our body with the electrical impulse of our thought, which then causes the emotion. And then there's that feedback too. We talked about this before is that there's the body mind connection mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. is that as we feel a certain way, we're going to start thinking a certain way. And so it just takes practice really coming through with this. And like, um, I think there could be a limitation that sometimes people set for themselves is if they're still working on that first part of like working on actually honoring their feelings, especially when they're lower vibration emotions that they, they are maybe feeling limited by the amount or that level of the positive that they can feel. But I, I really believe that it just comes back to our ability to give ourselves the space to just feel good. Mm-hmm. It's we, it's us who shut ourselves down. That's it. It's by the thoughts we think is that it's not, it's so unconscious that like when we start feeling better, that it's just like, Oh, like we just go back down, like by like choosing to like eat junk food for days straight, or we choose to like, uh, like stay up late and just get less sleep. And then like, we just knock ourselves out of that night. Like it's just beautiful pattern or beautiful vibration that we've created after some practice. And I noticed this within myself, like funny is literally this past week, 
like all of the, the month of, of November, or I guess two weeks ago after recording this when this is released, but like November was a really solid month for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I finally really got back into the flow of like, uh, r- like routines and rituals of like meditation, visualization, like affirmations, heck reading a lot, like an exercise, like I was really feeling good. And then the end of December, I'm sorry, the end of November into December, like that there was a couple of days, because I got a, I got the new Zelda or new, it's an old game, but on Nintendo, the Zelda breath of the wild game, I finally got it after two and a half, three years of it being out. And I played it like for four or five hours straight, like each night. And like, I didn't get that great sleep. And so like, I knocked myself out now because I've learned this around like the lower vibration feelings, I allowed myself to feel the kind of like, um, low vibration of like, just kind of, uh, like getting out of those routines of like meditation. Although I did meditate every day, but like, I didn't do affirmations or read or visualize or like exercise went a little bit lower. So like I was feeling a little bit lower, Mm -hmm. but I was like, not suppressing those feelings. I was like, it's okay. Like I was in essence, like just giving myself the space to feel those, which made it much easier to then get back into the practices that helped raise my vibration and stick with those consistently. Yeah. And it's almost like those, the lower vibration feelings help you feel the, the more positive ones better. So you become more sensitive to feeling emotions because yeah. And vice versa too. Yeah. Um, like you were saying before about if you get too positive, yeah, it's like, you're like, is this going to last? And it's not mm. supposed to like, you're like part of being human is that you're going to have a wider range of emotions. Sure. Like they all have their utility to them. Yeah. It's just not getting stuck in a particular one. Exactly. Like the, the problem I feel like that traps most people. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's the stuckness really. And then actually it's funny thing is like when people feel that they're stuck within a lower vibration emotion, then they believe that they're less capable of sustaining a higher vibration just automatically. Cause think about it as unconscious. It's like, Oh, if I'm like stuck here and like, I can't change this, then what makes me think I could even not only just change the feeling to feeling good, but actually feel good more often. Like yeah. it just feels so far off, which is why I first started with that tool. If I just take the step that you can take mm-hmm. to help you. What's a, um, what, 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 are, what are some other tools that you have? Cause I thought that was a good one. I was thinking in my head, like, how do you know what the step is sometimes? Like, mm. do, you, do your clients ever ask you that? Or like, what if I yeah. don't know? Or Oh, for sure. And funny thing is I throw it back to them and it's, it's kind of a, a subtle um, tool to help. Because if you're thinking the thought, I don't know what to do, or I'm confused, I'm not sure. Those thoughts, remember, they're creating an, a vibrational state within you. So if you're at the very least in your mind, because you're again, the electrical activity of your brain, just by thinking those thoughts, you're setting up a vibration to repel the actual answer you're looking for. Cause you're literally saying, I don't know. And that's creating the state or the vibration of, I don't know. And that's and so probably a, exactly a tricky nervous systems way to keep you in the field. Exactly. Like you, exactly. And then yeah. a lot of, yeah. Cause wait, wait, a lot of times hold on, hold on, hold on. before you continue, cause yeah. I want to really ground that. Cause it's not just that. Mm-hmm. So instead of just noticing, Oh, I don't know that thought you have to choose the different thought. What if I did know? Literally by thinking the thought, what if I did know what to do? What if I did know what to do with this? What if I could find the answer? Literally by stating that question in your mind, it opens like a tiny doorway or like cracks open the door for you to, to actually access the answer because it's all based on energy and frequency or vibration. And so you want to choose a thought that helps you open up to the vibration of what you want. Yeah. In that case, and, the answer. Yeah. And that's something that you're just going to have to experience because hearing that if someone's in a state where they, they really don't think they know it's they, when you hear that, it's like, yeah, I'm still not going to get an answer, but you really have exactly. to try it and, and 
some stuff will come up every time you ask yeah. a question stuff comes up it mm-hmm. just you know and then you just got to give it a shot exactly yeah it's so simple but th- do you see how nuanced it is because i i definitely can hear and i know there are people yeah. that will still be thinking like oh what i don't have the answer well all right like i can't help you then because you're not willing to walk through the door of what if on the positive side like what if there is an answer if you keep affirming, oh, but I don't know. All right, like, mm-hmm. sorry, I can't help you because you're not willing to help yourself. It's hard. It's hard truth. It's it's mm-hmm. tough love in that case, and that's why I, that's why a lot of people don't work with me because I they yeah. know I'm going to call them out in their bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. So and then it's, yeah, and then even sometimes even asking that question when you get an answer, the answer is scary. Oh yeah. Or most of the time it probably is. Otherwise you, you would have the answer right away. But like when you have to like yeah. dig for it or open up that, that door in your mind, it's yep. usually an answer that your nervous system is trying to suppress anyway, even though yeah. you know it's probably the right thing to do. Of course, because it, it requires change. Yeah. I noticed actually, it's really interesting. It's, it's so, um, like it's a paradox, I honestly think, is that sometimes like when I discover a step to take or ways to like process emotion and, or just like something that pops in my mind and there is some of that fear, I realize, and I just reflect on this is like, why am I feeling afraid of doing something that I know will actually help me? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, where is that fear coming from that feeling? I I believe it really is just the death of the old pattern because we believe or feel like that's a part of us. Like we've grown an identity connected Mm -hmm. to, like I say, like a lower vibration, like anxiety, worry, fear, lack, like there's actually just like a kind of a, it's just staying in the comfort zone basically. Yeah, yeah. So like it's straightforward and understanding intellectually, but still like that feeling is so interesting. It's like that feeling of feeling like afraid or just feeling like, like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this when like, we know, we just know on the other side of that, there's that higher vibration emotion. And it's just like, are we actually afraid of feeling good? I think, I don't think it's like afraid of feeling good. I think it's more of like what you're currently going through right now is known. And yeah. regardless of how much you think the answer that you're, or the action you're going to take is the right answer, you really don't know until you take the action. So there's this like, like flavor of unknown. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's something that humans aren't comfortable with sometimes. A hundred percent. But we need, but we need to go into that feel, th- those feelings of unknown to like stretch the boundaries of who we are though, to grow. Yep. And we've talked 100%. about that tons of times in this podcast. That's literally like, it, that's like the foundation of literally that's everything like, we talk That's about. like life. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You have to be like going to a place where you're challenged a little bit, but like, you know, that you can do it and experience yeah. like that, that's how you grow. It's exactly. But you know, the crazy thing. And I think that's why I know there's plenty of people who listen to our, our podcast, like continuously, like there's several dozens, even some, some people listen to literally every single episode of ours, which if that's you, I love you. We love you very much. Thank you for listening. Um, but like the power of repetition, right? Like it's, it's a training. That's what it is. Like we can know these things intellectually, but if we're not living our life by it, if we don't have the results that reflect the knowing of this, then we don't know it. Yeah. And so it takes training. Like it takes the repetition. And this is why I've been a life. I mean, I am now a lifelong student, but it started at age 19. Um, so it's been actually, oh my God. I just realized, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. Decade. I did not know that. <sighs> That's amazing. And actually funny is at, when this episode is released, it's the day after my birthday. Yeah. So, so you'll, you'll be, you'll be 29 when this episode is released. Well, so 10, 10, it'll be officially 10 years. Wait, let me think now. Cause I started studying in like 2012 at the end of 2012. So I, it's not 10 years fully yet, but Almost. I was, I was 19. 
but it was because of my late birthday. Yeah. So like and, I'm on year nine. Yeah. And go, going back, <laughs> like going back to that repetition part too, it's like yeah. a lot of the, the state that we're in right now, we've got into via repetition as well. It yes. just doesn't seem like it sometimes because it's been so, so long. I, yeah. It's been so long, but it, it is patterns. And so that's yeah. why and repetition. So when you're trying to change that, that's why it's so hard in the beginning. Yes. That's why you get support. Yes. <laughs> just like, like clapping here. I was like, come on. Like, it's just the support that is so necessary or just at the very least, it just accelerates the path. Let's go with yeah. that. Cause it's not impossible to change on our own. It just takes way longer and it's way more difficult. So yeah, there'll probably be a lot more setbacks cause you won't have someone there either exactly. keeping you accountable or helping you yes. see your blind spots. Which quick shout out, just realizing honestly, like our subscription now, $10 a month for the science and spirituality subscription, like that's support. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's only once a month that we have that Q and a call, but it's still support. Like the very least. So anyway, and, that's, and huge. then two extra episodes. So you'll have six True. episodes a month instead of four. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just, just talking about that specific, yeah. like, Hey, yeah. like we get to talk, like we get to support you. Like, although extra episodes help just I'm saying that's, that, that could be more. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, could be for sure. Support for someone. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and it's yeah. a good episode on, on feelings. Yeah. It's, it's also kind of, um, I think you did a really good job in the beginning and the middle, like explaining it and talking about it. Cause sometimes I feel like it's not easy to talk about feelings. Sure. Like yeah. explain them in a way where someone can grasp them, grasp mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Um, so I think you did a good job. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Sweet. That makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last thing I want to say is just, um, cause just to ground this the final point about like the power of feeling like higher vibration emotions, it's just going back to repetition and practice. Mm. It's like just giving yourself the space more and more. And one thing I've done to develop a, a more, like just the ability to feel good more often is to give myself the space to feel okay, or give, give it, like make it okay for me to feel really good. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I actually just wrote this um, down. Like, so about once a month, like I'll write down, like I'll ask myself a question of like, what could I do this month to achieve my goals? It's mainly in business, but like sometimes the ideas will come to me. It was like, it's not specifically just business. It's just in general. And one of the things that I wrote down is to use a new affirmation. And I just made this up because it just it resonated with me is to affirm to myself. It's okay for me to feel really, really good. It's okay. I like to actually make that okay. Cause it's again, so easy. Just like we, we just get into that rut of just like self-sabotaging or just like bringing our a vibration down like when we've been feeling good for some hours a day or a week, like it depends on, of course, like our threshold and our upper limit uh, for that higher feeling or that good feeling. But at some point, like it's going to, there's a part of us that's going to bring ourselves back down or try to. So yeah. affirming that is like, it just helps stick with the higher vibration and consistently do that more. How long have you been doing that affirmation? Oh, literally, I just thought of it. Oh, you just started? Okay, cool, nice. So, I mean, by the... It yeah, it's probably about a week by the time we release this. Two weeks. Nice. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, literally, like when we were recording this, I literally got it yesterday. So beginning of December. Word. Yeah. Anyway, just practice, and yeah, I, I always like might think like, oh, did we get enough? Give enough tools, but <laughs> um, let's just end that there. Like, yeah, and we can always come back to it, the topic, sure. in another later episode. Yeah, um, definitely. Because there's definitely a lot to unpack and a lot to talk about, but like, I think this is enough to start with. Yeah, definitely. For sure which I will want to say one more thing. Cause again, like with us, like with the, I we're, I'm so thrilled about the science and spirituality subscription now. Cause again, we're mm -hmm. creating community. Come be part of our community. It's just $10 a month. Um, but uh, this, this, we're going to soon start recording like the, the episodes, the two extra episodes a month. 
we're going to be first diving into the science of getting rich, which is a book by Wallace Waddles printed and published in 1903 or 1910, something like that early 1900s, but it is phenomenal. First off, I highly recommend getting that book alone. Um, but in the subscriber episodes, we're actually even going to be diving into the four main chapters that are the most important. And so if you want to dive into that book, you really want to dive deeper than just reading it, then come hang out with us for a month and uh, we'll yeah. have some episodes on that. And I think what's cool about that book too, is it's not just like, you can, you can apply those principles to not only money, but everything else in life. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. It's about a rich life in general, not just money. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Hope this helped, my friend. And oh, I, I mean, we've been talking about the superscription, but I don't think we mentioned where you can get it. Um, you can click the link in the description of this episode to sign up if you want to. Sweet. And we'll see you inside. Yep. Right. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.